0: You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. It's a Thursday, September 30th. Happy birthday to Pastor Matt. It's his birthday today. He's like 103 or so. How old do you think, Matt? Is 42, 3? He is forty three. Forty three, I think. I don't. Forty two. Seventy He's, should, he's, he's older than me. So okay, so he's, he's forty two. Well, congratulations, Pastor Matt. He's pastor of East Coast Christian Center. <laughs> it's your birthday. We're we're super excited for you. Hope you have a great day. Um, what are you laughing about, Pastor David? His dad,
2: and one of his closest friends, have literally done life of Matt for close to twenty years now. And if we get his birthday wrong or his age wrong, that's hilarious. <laughs>
1: hey, I oh, don't know. I don't have to keep track of that kind of Same stuff. Same here. All oh, no. that important. It's not that important to life. My kids are under nine years old.
2: I still struggle. I'm like, are you? Uh,
1: What day? Is the
2: birthday on the middle two?
1: I'm like, what year was it, though? Oh, Oh, I have to do the math. I do. 1979. I do do not know his birthday and when he was born, all that stuff. As long as I get Nancy's birthday and
2: our anniversary, I consider myself in the win category.
1: Speaking of Nancy's birthday, it was Carolyn's birthday last week. Yes. yes. And Femi, uh, my son-in-law's birthday last week. Yeah it's like birthday central do you have
2: seasons in the stallbone family it's all
1: october uh, september october (laughs) november are like whoa Yep. and we go right through christmas reagan's is the 30th of december little feemy's the 25th you know it's christmas day it just goes like we just have aubrey's was just two weeks ago yeah we have a few birthdays right Right. now so we're the stallbone the grandparents are now broke and right. we're gonna get a loan on the house to try to make up for all. That's the how birthdays. it is with us too. Yeah. So ours is like <laughs>
2: spring though. It's like spring. There's like, yeah. like like eight birthdays all in one cluster. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, let's get to this. Let's we do it. read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, then we come down here to the studio of the on Campus East Coast Christian Center. We uh, read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor David. How's it Gammon. going?
2: How's it going, everybody? How's it going, Pastor Dan? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm really good, man. Second Samuel 17. Yeah, we got a lot to unpack today. There's stuff
1: going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots of stuff going on.
2: Well, I tell you what, if you guys want to follow along with us and use this as like a personal Bible study or maybe even a small group, some of you, um, how you get plugged in is just check out the website. You can see the itinerary of the episodes or the chapters that we're going into of the Bible. And um, you can follow right along with us. You go to the website, get the app, get anything for East Coast. The app is one of the best resources you can have. I want to encourage you to uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can see what the church is up to and what's going on. Honestly, just for daily encouragement and just uplifting content we put out. You can also see the weekend services. But if you need any help for anything um, related to getting the chapters or what's going on at the church, just call 321-452-1060. And we'll take care of you.
1: Absolutely. Got a few things going on. ECCU yes. uh, starts uh, next week. So if you want to get involved in uh, really uh, expanding your understanding and knowledge of the Word of God, it's a great thing if you want a degree and want to work towards your degree. It's a great thing as well, and so that begins uh, next week. And um, you can get in touch with us. Just call the office and ask for ECCU. We'll get you dialed in. It's a, a Thursday night, for about two hours and forty-five minutes every yeah. Thursday night. It's really powerful.
2: Really is, really is. We have we have a bunch of stuff going on. Today. We got a Wolfpack backyard games. That's like our men's ministry here yep. in the church. We got yep. Wolfpack. It's really incredible. That's going to be happening October sixteenth, seventeenth. We also got. A, co- a Coco Fall Cruise Inn. That's like a car show. Co- Coco Campus. Coco co- location. Coco for Coco Pops. Yeah, they're doing some incredible mm. stuff out yeah. there at the Coco location. Pastor Marvin is just man stirring up some love, the love of God for the community, and they got like a classic cruise in, like car show deal. You can get all the information you need on the events page of our website for the details for all of this stuff here. In case you're driving right now, so don't worry, you don't have to take your hand off the wheel or, or whatever you're doing. If you're on a run and you're listening to this as a podcast while you work out, just go to our events page whenever you're done, and you'll be able to get all the details for these.
1: Yeah, and if you want to be a part of the car, car show, maybe you got a classic car you'd like oh, to bring, yeah. that'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then one other event everybody can get involved in, and that's church. Come Love on. to see you back in the house. Had a great crowd last weekend. It's uh, starting to uh, recover from uh, from the COVID uh, you know, days. And uh, really, uh, it was a, a really good good week for Amen. attendance at church. So good to see those faces back, man.
2: Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So i tell you what, we got 29 verses. Well, let's read them. Let's do Where it. Where do you want to break it? I feel like there's a good break at like... Actually, for, if I read through 14 yep. and you
1: take it through the end, that looks like the best one to it, me. It really does. Okay. All right, Pastor Dan. New King James for me. I'm going to do NLT on this Alrighty. one. All righty.
2: All right, Pastor Ann. then
1: I say to you, read, sir. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Now let me choose 12,000 men, and I will arise and pursue David tonight. I will come upon him while he is weary and weak and make him afraid, and all the people who are with him will flee, and I will strike only the king. Then I will bring back all the people to you. When all return except the man whom you seek, all the people will be at peace. And the saying pleased Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Now call Hushai the archite also, and let us hear what he has to say. And when Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom spoke to him, saying, Ahithophel has spoken in this manner. Shall we do as he says? If not, speak up. So Hushai said to Absalom, The advice that Ahithophel has given is not good at this time. For said Hushai, you know your father and his men, that they are mighty men, and they are enraged in their minds like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. And your father is a man of war and will not camp with the people. Surely by now he is hidden in some pit or in some other place, and it will be when some of them are overthrown at first that whoever hears it will say, there's a slaughter among the people who follow Absalom. And even he who is valiant, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will melt completely." For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man, and those who are with him are valiant men. Therefore I advise you advise that all Israel be fully gathered to you, from Dan to Beersheba, like the sand that is by the sea for a multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we will come upon him in some place where he may be found, and we will fall on him, as the dew falls on the ground. Excuse me for a minute. here. And of him, all the men who are with him, there shall not be left so much as one. Moreover, if he is withdrawn into a city, then all Israel shall bring ropes to that city. We shall pull it down into the river until there is not one small stone found there. So Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The advice of Hushai the archite is better than the advice of Ahithophel, for the Lord had purposed to defeat the good advice of Ahithophel to the intent that the Lord might bring disaster on Absalom. Hushai told
2: Zadok and Abathar the priest what Ahithophel had said to Absalom and the elders of Israel and what he himself had advised instead. <clears throat> Quick, he told them, find David and urge him not to stay at the shallows of the Jordan River tonight. He must go across at once into the wilderness beyond. Otherwise, he will die in his entire army with him. Jonathan and Ahimaaz, had been staying at En-Rogel so as not to be seen entering and leaving the city. Arrangements have been made for a servant girl to bring them a message they were to take to King David. But a boy spotted them at En-Rogel and told Absalom about it. So they quickly escaped to Bahram, where a man hid them down inside a well in his courtyard. The man's wife put a cloth over the top of the well and scattered grain on it to dry in the sun. So no one suspected they were there. When Absalom's men arrived, they asked her, Have you seen Ahimaaz and Jonathan? The woman replied, They were here, but they crossed over the brook. Absalom's men looked for them without success and returned to Jerusalem. Then the two men crawled out of the well and hurried to King David. Quick, they told him, cross the Jordan tonight. And they told him how Ahithophel had advised that he be captured and killed. So David and all of the people went with him across the Jordan River during the night, and they were all on the other bank before dawn. When Ahithophel realized that his vice had not been followed, he saddled up his donkey, went down, went to his hometown, set his affairs in order, and hanged himself. He died there and was buried in the family tomb. David soon arrived at Mahanaim, By now, Absalom had mobilized the entire army of Israel and was leading his troops across the Jordan River. Absalom had appointed Amasa as commander of his army, replacing Joab, who had been commander under David. Amasa was Joab's cousin. His father was Jether, an Ishmaelite. His mother, Abigail, daughter of Nahash, was the sister of of Joab's mother, Zerohai. Absalom and the Israelite army set up a camp in the land of Gilead. When David arrived at uh, Mahanim, he was warmly greeted by Shobai, son of Nahash, who, had, who came from Rabbah of the Ammonites, and by Mikir, son of Emil, from Lodabar, by Brazilii of Gilead, from Rogalim. They brought sleeping mats, cooking pots, serving bowls, wheat and barley, flour and roasted grain, beans, lentils, honey butter, honey butter sheep goats and cheese for david and those who were with him for they said you must all be very hungry and tired and thirsty after your long march through the wilderness Amen.
1: man i vote for honey butter all right know, not know, right? just honey and butter, <laughs> honey, but butter. honey butter i know if you got honey and butter you can make honey butter got it isn't that right darling yeah. no i'm just kidding <laughs> um so uh this is something that's going on here to help understand it, because you got this guy, Ahithophel, who's been a friend of David's for a long time, and he becomes the one giving the advice that would kill David. Mm -hmm. And why? The question is why? And so I researched it, because I was like, this isn't right. This would be like, and no offense, it would be nothing like this in real life, but this would be like you Mm -hmm. or Nick over there, like, conspiring to kill me Right? all of a sudden. Hey, we've been working together for years and years, and now... You want me dead? Right. That seems pretty extreme. Amen. There would have to be a reason. There isn't any reason. Is it? no, I'm no. just kidding. So when you look this up, what you find out is Ahithophel is Bathsheba's granddad. Really? So his granddaughter, David, was the one who took her from her husband, had him killed. Yeah, Uriah. And all that stuff went on. And so what what's going on here is Ahithophel wow. is never forgotten. Even though he stayed close to David all these years, hes I think he's been laying in wait for his opportunity wow. to get David ever since David did what he did. And so it's pretty wow. wild. And if you read the first first few verses, it says, he says, let me choose 12,000 men. I will arise and pursue David. I will come upon him while he's weary. Dang. I will strike only the king and I'll bring back all the army to you. It was like, dude, you give me the chance. I will go out and kill him myself for you. I'm going to go kill David. And we, this like, this little four verses here were like, and all the elders of Israel went, this is the part that blows me away. And then all the elders of Israel said, great plan. Yep. And wait a second! You're talking about all the people who work with David and the elders of the tribes, and they all just said, "Yeah, good. That's a good idea. Go kill him." Wow! It's a it's an ugly time in the in the days of uh, Israel right now, and they are making some great, great, you know, huge decisions for the future. The other thing about this is, there's no winner in this, None. and David is like in a really bad spot. <clears throat> Because if he wins, his son dies. Yep. If he loses, he dies and the kingdom. It just. If he stayed, in, the reason he didn't stay in Jerusalem is it would have been a protective battle for, for the city. Mm-hmm. And lots of people would have died. And David didn't want that. So he just left, said, hey, I'm not going to do that that way. I'm more of a shepherd than I am a warrior, though he was a great warrior. And when it comes to Israel, I'm going to protect them. So he left just so that the city wasn't under siege. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just a no-win. If I stay, then lots of Israelites leave. If I, if I run, then, you know, that, that's a mess for my family and all my army that loves mm-hmm. me and cares about me. It was a, a no-win situation in battle and war and fighting with one another. It's almost always a no win situation.
2: I feel like I had no value to the podcast now after hearing all of oh, that. Like, that was so bro, good.
1: Man. I'm like, well, nothing I can say. Is oh, like, you no, get too. But
2: check this out, like, because like my mind's blown. I did not know that that was about. She was family member, but what really stood out to me, believe it or not, was actually in chapter sixteen, because in reading and, and just following along. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It ends with this very scary statement. Absalom followed Ahithophel's advice, just as David done. For every word Ahithophel spoken seemed wise, as though it had come directly from the mouth <laughs> of God. And it's like, whoa, that's not cool. I mean, like the, literally, this man had been plotting. Now they hear this, yeah. had been plotting, and he knew David's weakness. I, I, <clears throat> actually reading through this last night and going through it this morning, <clears throat> kind of favored. Was leaning towards this other new advice. It was like, yeah, Ahithophel really underplayed David's um, weak or David's strength of being a, a man of battle. Yeah. I right. think both men, not knowing this other man would actually betray Absalom and mm-hmm. go and let David know. Uh-huh. I actually was like, kind of like Monday morning quarterbacking. We kind of get to do that. which one would you choose? Right? right? Choose. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of me almost favored the first plan because David was an expert at beating armies bigger than him. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, and you're underrating that he is an expert at beating large armies. Yeah. He did it with the Philistines on the yeah, run. Yep. He's, he's done it several times over. The um, Hittites,
1: the up Uptites, get, get, get up <laughs> yeah. out of townites. But,
2: but yeah. you know what stood out to me is I want to always measure the character of the men around me. Mm. Because I don't want them plotting out what my future is supposed to be with their decision making
1: and you know what's wild in that is both of these men were david's servants david's Ugh. friends david's counselors and that's who absalom's getting advice from also throughout there the place he didn't get advice mm-hmm. he didn't go to the priest now i wouldn't have worked for him either because they were on david's side right but he didn't go and seek god's advice oh in any of these chapters. nowhere do you up. find him sitting mm-hmm. down in front of the ark and worshiping mm. like david did going into a place where david whenever when he was in tough situations and he had it available to him would go and worship and mm. say god what do we do here he would pray and the other thing that these guys are fighting against <clears throat> are the prayers of david david prayed mm. that they'd turn the the advice of ahithophel yeah. into foolishness and that's what happens here but, I want to bring up another point.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like how he says, too, it's either in this chapter or other one where it's like, well, let the man curse me. If that curse is from God, then let yep. it hit me. Yep. If it's not, then let God use it as a blessing.
1: Yeah. You know? And maybe God will be nice to me because this guy's being so mean to me. But here's, I think, wild is you look at the Hushii was really, really a storyteller. The way he said, you know, they're going to be like in enra- their mighty men. They're enraged in their minds like a yeah. bear robbed of her cubs in the field. And your father's a man of war and will not camp with the people. They've hidden him in some pit. There'll be a slaughter. Da, 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 da You know, and, and all the way that he puts it. But the way he puts it is he puts it so that Absalom would look the best. In Ahithophel's story, he says, I will, let me choose. I'll go after him. I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. Mm. If fell so into the revenge that's hidden in his heart that he's gonna get all the credit for going out and killing David. And in this other one, you, be, you lead them. You marshal all oh, wow. the armies of Israel. You can be the big guy out in the field leading them into battle. You, 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 and pride was his downfall. And so it's wild how the two stories, the two pieces of his advice, one came from, you know, I, you won't look so good in this Absalom, I'll look good. Mm. And, and Hushy, I jumped on that one. Well, let me design something that makes Absalom look great, but also buys David the time he needs mm-hmm. to get further into the wilderness.
2: Right. And, you know, in, uh, in mm. the first plan with the Hiphothal, He's only going to kill David. And that's one of the big approaches. I'm only going to kill David. I'm going to let the other people live. Well, these are David's mighty men. These guys have (laughs) history with them. They're not just going to go down. They're not going to say, okay, Absalom, you killed the king. We're going to follow you now. That transition's not going to happen. And what really kind of – I liked it. And
1: and Absalom loved the idea of killing them all. Yeah. That's part of what he said here. You go to battle, you can wipe them out. Yeah, wipe them all out. And so those mighty men aren't going to be alive anymore to give you trouble later on.
2: And uh, Hushai, Hushai, in this verse 15, Hushai told Zadok and Abathar, the priests. And it's like, I love that, that even when David is on this, is on the ropes right here, is in a tough situation, mm-hmm. he still has the priests with him. Yeah. You know, because I do believe... And I'm really stretching here, but stretch with me. David is almost in a Samson moment where Samson is waking up. I think David is like on the verge of waking up from a depression, waking up from being an absentee king, Mm. seeing the fruit of this stuff. And he's like, "Okay, I have been I've been kind of distant, distant from my throne and what I should have been doing because of the poor choices and the heartache that I've 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 of the, the ruling I've done. And I feel like he's waking up now uh after this because you start seeing him you know have to start to come to life here because i say something about that yeah
1: i think sin compromised his confidence oh for sure and this is what happens Mm -hmm. in in a person's life when you've got this thing in your life this brokenness this hidden sin something going on or you did something horrible even if you repented a lot of times you feel a little bit on the worthless side And sin very often will compromise your confidence. Okay, keep going. I I think you're saying great things. And and the men around him are actually able to
2: help him get back. And that's why I just want to throw it back to this, um, to two things. I want to throw it back to this Wolfpack backyard game. Mm. Man get around some men that if you've been hit by life are going to get you back to the right place of where Christ is and get you back centered um, on who Christ has called you to be. And another thing, get back to church. we're doing a series called reset and in it we're talking about getting back to where we need to be. Uh, now don't get me wrong, who shy? great great props to you for, for helping us out and, and coming and bringing this information. Yes, But you still kind of feel like a swindler. So if I was David, I would have told, and he doesn't enter in this chapter, one of my favorite people from the Old Testament, is uh, Benaniah. And there's a book, In a Pit on the Lion on a Snowy Day. You've actually yeah. preached on it twice. Yeah. Um, Incredible guy inside of the Old Testament. I've been like, Ben and uh, how about you stay with Hushai for a little bit? You know, <laughs> Ben and was like, David, David, the leader of his mighty men. And he was a very trusted bodyguard of David, the leader of it. And once again, I just can't say enough mm-hmm. that that you you can choose who's around you. And, you know, sometimes your fate is a culmination of their choices.
1: Yeah. You know, that David actually Hushai went with David, fled with him. And David sent him back as a spy. Okay, that was why he went back. And so David, if you'll watch David throughout his whole life, not only was he a great king—I mean, start off with he was a follower, he was a man after God's own heart. He was a great king, a great military leader. But he also espionage. He was no dummy. When he was on the run from Saul, he had spies that told him where Saul was at and what he was doing mm-hmm. so he could stay out in front of him. He's always had spies. The priests mm-hmm. were spies. Hushai was spies. The young sons of the priests who ran back to, you know, the to tell David and had to hide in the well with a grain over him, they were spies. So David, you know, the horse is prepared for the battle, but Come the on. battle is the Lord's. So David went, okay, I'm just going to walk away from this. But he didn't do it without any natural wisdom. Come on, he did it with—he did what he knew to do—to d- have the best outcome for people. But he didn't just go, "Okay, I'm just going to stay here." Absalom can kill me. Yeah, it's over with. He—he he made some good decisions. Hey, speaking of decisions, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Cocoa, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you and our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online
2: at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done
0: the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at
2: ineedafence.com.
0: kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts.
1: You know, in this whole story, and it's a it's a really sad season in the life of Israel. David, his sons, all sorts of things. This, this is a no-win situation. We said that at another point. Certainly was no-win for Ahithophel. He, you know, writes his will, puts his house in order, and commits suicide, and all that's going on. But one of the things that stands out throughout this entire story, with all the compromise, with all the betrayal, all the bad stuff going on, yet there are still people who are friends with David? Come on. and are supporting him and loving him. And I felt bad for you. You had to pronounce all these names, and I can't. I can't do it either. When he came to Mahanaim, that Shobi, the son of Nahash from Rabbah of the people of Ammon, Mature, the people, uh, the son of Amiel from Lodabar, and Bar- Barzilia, the, uh, the Gilead from Rogelim, they brought beds and basins and earthen vessels and wheat and barley and flour and parched grain and beans and lentils and honey. Butter and honey and curds and sheep and cheese—it was just they, these friends made the difference between starving to death in the wilderness and and not starving to death in the wilderness. And I just want to. Just encourage you out there going back to that Wolfpack thing, Mm -hmm. going to the car show, get in church, get in groups, get involved in stuff, go to freedom, do everything you can to be involved in what's going on in the church because you need friends. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. That was it
2: for us. Jump in, check out our website. Check us out on social media as well. You'll be able to find out everything we got going on. Love also, you, you could do
1: soap. Yeah. That means just get those. You can go online and find out what that is. Seek, observe, uh, apply, pray. That's another way you can do morning breath. Get out there and get involved every way you can. God bless you guys. Have a great day.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download
1: the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.